the line now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello. So you can't wrap your head around that. I can't. I can't. Especially when the guy says she was energetic. And she felt very energetic and very hearty. I mean... (laughs) Well, uh, you must see some people in their 70s and what they look like. And uh, yeah, Yeah. you'll think again. But uh, getting back to economics, uh, Asian commodity stocks, (laughs) they're climbing nicely there with metals and energy companies in the lead. Um, but as you said in your in your intro, that there are a bit mixed, a bit of, of a mixed bag. But the the the, the very much uh, uh, the the energy stocks and uh, uh, the, the raw materials, as you said, they're looking very very strong. If you look at the share of the raw material production, which rallied again today, uh, early hours of this morning, uh, turning about there around about over one month low metals prices climbed again with the green pack weakened. Obviously, I think that has to do more with that. It has to do more with the fact that the dollar did weaken quite significantly and we might have seen a, a little bit of that uh, in the price of the of the rand yesterday so uh, that sort of helped this come uh, alive again we saw the crude oil that fell to uh, 44 dollars a barrel um, and uh, in New Zealand the New Zealand dollar uh, led the gains amongst the uh, major currencies or the the, old, the Asian currencies rather um, most stocks rose and they fell on the MSCI Asia Pacific Sakina we started seeing that uh, around about 3 a.m. when the Japanese came back from break and uh, it started to take uh, a little bit of a shape there, which we enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, we're seeing follow-through uh, buying, given the bounce in commodity and the rally in the U.S. shares as well, did help sustain a little bit of the uh, momentum that we saw coming in early hours of the morning. So Asian companies, including Toyota Motor Corp, Bridge Corp, uh, the Hong Kong exchanges and clearing company, uh, all those did relatively well today, uh, finishing the MSCI Asia Pacific in slight positive note of 0.25%. And then oil companies using alternate energy to spike their performances with weak oil prices. Talk to us. What's happening there? It's a pairing. So it's like it's, it's like uh, big oil dipping a few more toes into clean energy. So they're, they're trying to be more and more competitive. Obviously, these guys who come up with uh, alternative energy, green energy, all these other energies and fossil energies and all that, these guys are coming up with better ways, so, you know, especially after VW and the carbon thing, you know, the key. <laughs> so you, they're coming up with all these different things to try and, and make themselves look cleaner. Um, uh, so, you know, I don't know if they'll find greener pastures where they're going, but companies like Exxon uh, uh, Mobil, for example, uh, is partnering with a company to capture carbon dioxide emissions uh, from power plants. Uh, Total, as well, uh, the French oil uh, super major, it announced also a 1.1 billion deal uh, to buy the battery maker Seft Group. Uh, which is complementing its 2011 purchase of the majority stake in the solar panel maker Sun Power Corporation. So, and also the Canadian uh, pipeline company Inbridge Inc. also announced uh, yesterday that it would uh, pay about uh, $218 million uh, for a stake in offshore in farms as an attempt to double its low carbon generating capacity. So it's good to see them try these things, Akina. It means that they're listening to the people, they're listening to those people who are uh, environmentally pro-environmentalists 
who are saying that these things have to happen. So while fossil fuel companies have been uh, dabbling in the uh, clean energy for years, uh, they typically stayed close to their roots uh, by focusing on ethanol and, uh, and uh, other biofuels. Uh, but what's interesting is that there is an attempt now to... I think it's after that deal they signed... Uh, at the World Economic Forum, with the agreement with um, what's happening with global, uh, what, what is it? Um, uh, sorry, it's it ran, it ran, it ran out of my head. But what, what we're saying is that they're, they're changing their pattern, they're changing their routine as to uh, making sure that they look greener, they look better, and they look after the environment. I think that's very good. And then um, the uh, bottling deal uh, between uh, um, SAB Miller and Coke. Talk to us about that, Clive, because, you, you know... You must announce it more excitingly. You must, you must sound more exciting. Like, <laughs> <"Woo-hoo>, <laughs> well, OK, why should I be excited about it? Because, Sakina, this deal is a, an amazing uh, uh, collaboration uh, between uh, Coca-Cola and SAB uh, in a bit to fast-track the antitrust probe. SAB Miller and uh, Coca-Cola trust uh, Chuck struck a deal uh, with the South African government earlier this month, uh, included an 800 million rand investment to support small business and three-year freeze on layoffs. Oh, goodness. No job losses. This is fantastic. The, so it, it was discovered by the the, the the reason why it's back in the story, in the headlines again, is because uh, the uh, competition tribunal agreed for the deal to go ahead, uh, subject, obviously, to several conditions. But these include the enlarged group limiting job cuts uh, to 250, uh, providing business skills to 25,000 black retailers and ensuring it purchases canned glasses, sugar, fruits and crates from local suppliers. I think that is absolutely phenomenal because it will sustain jobs, create more and actually create that, uh, that one of those plans, that was key plans of uh, the Black Industrials Program has been talking about. And it, it comes at the back, obviously, of other deals as well. We know that the uh, AB InBev uh, and SAB Miller deal. But what's interesting about this particular one is that they've actually really, really compromised so much. And I think it's good. It shows that business can invest in a country when they believe there's uh, potential, when they believe that they can actually have an impact um, uh, to make sure that we sustain jobs in this country. So uh, the Brewer Miller, which is in the process of being taken over by AMBF and then um, agreed that they will team up with Coca-Cola uh, for the South African owners to local bottler Coca-Cola Sacco to create Coca-Cola Beverages Africa, which will then mean that we'll have 25,000 new black retailers who will be trained and become professional and hopefully become a global brand and be able to manufacture for other countries, uh, just sub-Saharan Africa and the rest of Africa if possible, uh, which is fantastic news for the South African economy. Well, thank you, Clive. Uh, back again tomorrow, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. AM Live on SAFM.